get us Papa here? Where's Manny? Tell him the ice cream man is here. Juanola! Okay, papi! Para Aska! Okay, poquito! Coming! Hola, amigo! Hola, amigo! Hey, hey hola, hey. amigo! Hey. Esta loca! Hey. Esta loca! Peace! Hammer time! Oh, 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 Hey! Can we get down to business? You got the money. Okay. Quanta la mela? Anira quanta la mela? Anira quanta la mela? Anira quanta la mela? Tell him, puppy. He said that he's not gonna give you one red set. Tell you what my favorite ice cream is. Vanilla. Just like you ordered. Tell him. Okay. Just, 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 just. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. <laughs> Bring in the store. Bring in the store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't throw the nigga. Put me. <laughs> He's funny like that. <laughs> There's your ice cream. Momento, mono. Tell him. I see coming. He say. It's el macho, papi. I tell him. I say, Jesus. Como se llama, papi? Por qué? He coming. And he say, he say, La, 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 bamba. Este latico del boca de gracia. Tell him. He say. For sure, do better. Back to back weeks. Yep. yep. We're going back to back. Yep. Back at the back, back, back. Last week's episode was a little longer than, than I thought it was going to be. That's, um, I believe, what she said. Yes. My throat is also raspy and hurts from doing the opener. That's also what she said. Yes. Um, also, <laughs> oh, it was not loud. Man. That fart <laughs> killed me in the last episode. I was really listening back, dude. I was like. I was crying, dude. You could just hear it in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't hear it at first. So I was listening to it, and I, I don't know. Uh, something had happened. I was listening to it at work, and I was like, what are we talking about again? What happened there? And I rewound it, and I, like, I was driving. I stopped, and I pulled everything. I quieted everything down, and I played it again. And you could just hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking lost it. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, and yes, if you're wondering if we listened back to our own episodes, yes, we do. We yeah, like we to do. see what we did right and what we did wrong yeah. and yeah. all that even stuff. Though, even though I'm like halfway through the last two episodes, but I'm all caught up besides that. Yeah. Yeah. I got like halfway through one. I started listening because it was the toot. 
I wanted to hear the two. Yeah, well, I texted you. Yeah, I texted you, you and Bryson. You texted me. Because <laughs> I was losing my... I was freaking crying. <laughs> hey. 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 You're welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just like everything got quiet. It was... <laughs> You're welcome. Enough about Brandon's toots, though. Do you want to do a quick Marvel Minute and then we'll talk about the episode and get into it? Yeah, because I actually watched uh, Mom this weekend. Yeah, and it's been two weeks. I think it's plenty of time been for people to have seen it. been two weeks since I watched the movie. Actually, it's been a week. I watched it Sunday yeah. last week. been two weeks since, since it's released, which is enough time for people to have seen it to remove the spoiler. If you haven't seen it, though, still spoiler alert for the next minute or two. Uh, okay. I just I couldn't find my episode notes, so uh, just hold on. I'm pulling, <laughs> up, I'm pulling them up right now. I'm pulling it. I'm whipping it out right now. Uh, that's what she said. We'll uh, get them tatas, hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. That's what he did. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I gotta explain that. <laughs> so for the for our listeners at home, uh, he crossed his fingers. Yeah. And he's so, hoping to see some tatas. <laughs> always, I mean, always, yeah, always, always, always hoping it? to see tatas. Who is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm an opportunist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Brennan, uh, <laughs> so you heard my spoiler-free take. On the last episode, yes. What would be your spoiler-free take? My spoilers-free takes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, how do I put this? There was me- uh, there was there was moments that were unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely a, a roller coaster. Um, muy interesante, and for my white speakers, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> Even a review but go ahead and um <laughs> um um worth your time also if <laughs> i'm sorry listeners but he just took that like minute and a half to say nothing <laughs> i thought i don't know how to do spoiler freeze so no so what, I, what i said if you remember is that it reminds me of of like 90s, early 2000s, like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, charmed type of cinematography, that style of genre, Evil Dead, right? It, it, because it was very much Sam Sam Raimi. It was a move away from the norm that we get from Marvel, which was nice. Did we get everything that I was hoping to see? No, but I wasn't also like with that expectation of seeing it. Uh, but we did see some things that I was not expecting to think. Like we talked about Reed Richards, and we got to see freaking... John Krasinski. You just said spoiler free, and then now you're unspoiler free. And I wish I didn't have that baggage whenever I was giving my review that you just no, showed. I, so I gave my spoiler free review last week. But so you, I was giving you, you a chance saying, to give one. Well, to you see how saying, well you did this one, but you're not good at spoiler free reviews. I'm not good at spoiler free yeah, reviews. We, we learned that today. Um, <laughs> um, I was also raised by a brother who wouldn't even let me watch uh, freaking Speed Racer without spoilers, without telling me the entire movie before he walked out of the room. And then let me wa- sit there watching the whole movie. In my defense, it was Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't not enjoy it. <laughs> it was visually cool at moments. It was Speed Racer. <laughs> he did. He did. I was like, I was like, oh, I've been wanting to watch this movie, and you're like, oh yeah, well, blah 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 blah, and the dad, blah 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 blah. He's and saying blah like, blah blah because that movie was so blah that he doesn't remember most I, of it. I get shit memory, anyways. Yeah. I, I don't remember most of it. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember there's 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 but were you excited to see and there was racers but that was probably the most shocking moment I think of the movie is the Illuminati Council actually or, no I kind of saw it coming it was either going to be the original Fantastic Four guy or John Krasinski I knew it was going to be one of the either I thought it'd be the original I thought it was going to be the original but then I heard rumors of John Krasinski being on set and so kind of. I, I removed myself from any... I, I tried, yeah. and I, I there's a lot that didn't get spoiled for me, but that was one yeah. that, like, him and Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart coming on. Well, Patrick but Stewart, I you knew because they were in the trees in the trailer. Yes, I was going to yeah. say, and I knew about him because of the trailer. Um, were you expecting him to get freaking snapped like that, though? I didn't expect that whole Wanda scene just to, to, freaking, to fucking murder the whole Illuminati. You know he was, can just destroy you with his voice, right? Yeah. Or, or just like, open his mouth, right? Yeah. What mouth? And then that dude yeah, fucking yeah. Blows, blows his own, his own brains out, out. which yeah. is wild. People like hating on this movie are so ridiculous. He dude turned his brain and scold a mush. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And then she explodes Reed Richard. Uh, he turns like him turns him to strings and then fucking <laughs> makes his head pop. And then and then the fight between Captain Carter and Haley Atwater, Captain Carter. Yeah. First of all, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and we she gets slit in half. But first, yeah. I mean, like, well, the the cool thing about this is the cool thing about the multiverse of madness is how it. I so people liked it because it tied into WandaVision. I liked it because it tied into What If. Yeah. I, I liked a lot of what they tied in because uh, with Doctor Strange and with um, uh, what's her name, the nurse uh, Christine. Yeah, yep, Christine Palmer. Their love for each other that we saw in What If. He loves her in every universe, right? We saw yeah. that kind of play out in this movie. I also liked the Captain Carter. Yeah. Right, that we saw in that movie, yeah. take kind of that mantle, mm-hmm. uh, and then show that there's multiple styles of Avengers in multiple universes. Yeah. Uh, they confirmed that I was right, six one six. I was right, just was so saying. <laughs> what? The, uh, they confirmed that I was right from the just beginning. Just saying, was nine nine nine. It was six one six. I was right from the we beginning. We can go back and play back. Yeah. Right, we can go back and play back. Then that's what Jess told Justin. I was like, I fucking told you it was six one six, and then he just went six one nine. I was like, and then I went and Googled it and got a screenshot, sent it Justin, and they just sent me back Ray Mysterio six one nine. In all fairness, I said I was that like, I he won and lost it. For all fairness, I said that uh, I thought that someone had said nine, but I also had heard six one six. So kudos to Brandon. Brandon did say that if six one six was he was like fairly certain it was six one six. I was positive. Yeah. Uh, so I was it like, is. I mean, it could. I had, I, I was like ninety five percent sure. Yeah. That five percent of like it could be something else, but I'm pretty damn positive. 616. So the Marvel MCU that you know and love is Earth six one six. The one with the Illuminati got turned into string beans was eight three eight. Yep. So there's that, uh, but this so, movie, please. So we will be seeing it. John yes. Krasinski again as Fantastic. Well, that, that's what this movie uh, does. Fantastic. Is it opens up John Krasinski's Mister Fantastic because he's going to be part of it to be a part of other the universes. The X Men are coming back. It opens up John Stewart. It but also I, opens what, up Captain Carter Cap, to be a part of. What Kevin Feige says: if they return, they will not be known as mutants. Mutants won't be a thing. Yeah. Well, they're they're definitely not going to do it the same way they did the X Men movies. That's like, that's the whole point. It's going to be a different. Yeah, it's not. They're not going to be mutants. They're just going to be super powered people. That yeah, that they're going to be a part of yes. the, the universe. Yes, um, it's or, not going to be or a, part of another universe that moves into this. Because we don't know. There's so many well, ways. I, and I think the reason they move away because the they, because the original X Men were all based around mutants. Like there's a whole mutant war, like yeah. based on mutants getting. Well, and cured. if you want that, then watch X Men. X right, all the whole yeah, go back and watch Fox, those Fox series, and then but we won't be seeing. The only capacity we will see Hugh Jackman ever become Logan again, though, is Deadpool. So there was rumors of of Deadpool being on on this movie that that got cut last second. There was also rumors that there was a Michael Fassbender scene uh, later as in Magneto. The episode. Yes, as Magneto, and it got cut. So we'll have to 
just see. I think well, they, once they might release I, it. I, like, No Way Home. I'm for sure going to buy that movie, just like No Way Home. I, I, I do. These are my two. I, I, I do. Like I now. think Mom and um, No Way Home are my probably my two most favorite MCU movies. They're really just stunningly beautiful, well-told stories. Mm. I really thoroughly enjoyed them. I had surprises. I had things that I expected to happen that I was happy they happened. They yeah. happened. Um, it just, I, I really, really enjoyed these two films more than, than any other film. Uh, and that's just, that says a whole lot because Iron Man one is just incredible. Yep. It's incredible. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy one, I think is also Guardians of the Galaxy one just, and two. I, cause they, they roll right into each other. They, but, but they, one was they hold just, hands just the, the, when it was released and how it was released was I, just so I'm just saying for me personally, yeah. Yeah. I, I think they hold hands. They go, they go through the, they go into the room together. Yeah. I, I really believe that they go in the room together. And, um, which is also impressive because none others do that besides infinity war and Endgame. Yeah. Say so if you remove infinity war and Endgame, which were just the, the massive endings, right? That the, the, the climaxes, if you move those, I think from the first saga, you can talk about captain America, the, uh, right. You can talk about iron man one, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Ragnarok, and maybe Doctor Strange, the first one. Maybe, because I really like that character. Ragnar- Ragnarok is but amazing. Story. But Ragnarok, but you talk about those four, and then the rest of them are, are okay, and yeah. they, they're, they're, they're good. Like, they're Ant-Man good. was good. They're, yeah. Right? There were some of them that were, eh. Yeah, but, I, like, I like the Ant-Man scene where he fights Falcon. Hilarious. Yeah. Kills but me every time. You're going to have those. And so people, like, again, holding the standard of the entire Infinity Saga, they're holding, like, they're holding... <laughs> multiverse of madness to the entirety of the infinity saga and it drives me freaking bananas yeah and uh or of like the nostalgia of of spider-man if you put spider-man and and matt <laughs> i want to say man on the moon uh multiverse of madness side by side they're probably really similar but the reason why you're going to give spider-man because they brought the nostalgia in for you yes and they did it really well yes and it wasn't forced yes but are you talking about like story-wise and just the 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 visual and then like opening the universe Probably Multiverse of Madness is slightly better. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying it's a flip of a coin for both of those. Yep. It, it, and I hate people just holding Multiverse of Madness to the, the yeah. standard of... Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, guys. My no, bad okay. uh, What do you think of the, the She-Hulk? Real quick, and then we'll get off Marvel. Too dainty. They need to make her... I, I think they need to run to her a little bit more green, um, and then they need to make her buffer. Well, they're they're not done, you can tell, with the... Yeah, they're not. You can tell it's, not, it's they, not done. They made it, but that's that's my that's my review yeah. so far. Um, I, I am not going to speak on the what the transpires in the in the trailer and all that stuff. That's because that's... Most of what Marvel does is misleading. Yeah. Most of what Marvel does is misleading. Right now, all I want to talk about is the way she looks, and because that's the thing that's been hit the most, she looks too much like Fiona from Shrek, but not yeah. not as big. Well, but she you needs can to tell look, it's unfinished. She looks unfinished, so she yep. needs to be buffer. She does a lot. I love the fact that they're they're not shying away and they're playing on her sexuality. And this is the first time a Marvel show and movie outside of Eternals when they're freaking banging Icarus and Cersei were getting it on. Yeah, they're banging. That they've actually like showed some sexuality, which is a real life thing that people deal with. Yeah. Which is what Marvel we talked about with uh, Stan Lee. What he wanted to bring in well, was like, real life things. Yep, and and I mean, I mean, like uh, a Black Widow definitely has some sexuality. Like she uses well, her feminine she wiles. She's sexual, but they don't really talk about, talk about her it as now. in yeah, like yeah. a sex type thing. No, you know what I mean. No, and they do play on that in in the well. I mean, so far of what we've seen, but I well, she's like that in the comic books. So she's yes. whole She Hulk was almost making fun of the how they portrayed females in comic books. Yes, and it. 
took it head on and they, they opened up her sexuality and be like, it's okay to be sexual for, for females. It is. Um, and I think She-Hulk, the, at least the, the, so far, the one trailer we saw is, is taking that in yeah. and, and not afraid, not shying away from it at all. No. Um, I, I, I really hope for me personally, the, I hope the series goes into like a legal drama Porn. drama. Oh yeah. Legal drama. No, don't get me wrong. <laughs> so you want to say She-Hulk, She-Hulk can wanna, carry me into the bedroom. You said you said uh, 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 a legal thing. So you want Mac Murd's cock? No, that I mean that's it's given. <laughs> I, Charlie, you want Charlie's cock? Yes, yeah, all of it. I even want Foggy's Nelson, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I like Foggy. I like how he fucking puts him in his place too. Yeah. When he finds out, uh, when he finds out, Karen that he's, can kind of stay with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do think we do see Matt Murdock though. No, because they already teased him. No, he's coming back. No, no but coming. I think we might see him in She-Hulk. Oh, I think it's a strong possibility. Well, he's gonna have his own show. So, uh, well, I mean, he has his own show. They're gonna continue his own show. Yeah, yeah. but I think She-Hulk would be an uh, they awesome gonna, opportunity. I, I want to hear what I want to hear about is John Bernthal coming back as freaking the Punisher. I I've heard rumors that he's going to. I really like him as the Punisher. I want because I, awesome I want him by the end of this this saga. Him. To become um, the the galactic silver surfer ghost uh, r- ghost rider, mm, that dude is just like so broken, unstoppable. But th- though Thanos is dead already, so but there could be Thanos is another universe. Yeah, but that dude is like so unstoppable. The galactic ghost rider is like one of the most. Well, I think he might be characters. A, ever. He really is. Galactic <laughs> ghost rider is crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, so so people that don't know Thanos. Uh, he he in in a comic book series I can't remember which one it is he takes um, the Hulk as a pet and uh, so the Punisher goes off to like kill Thanos first he he takes the the Spirit of Vengeance okay uh, the Devil blesses him with the Spirit of Vengeance takes that he goes fights the Silver Surfer beats him becomes uh, and then uh, uh, goes to fight uh, Galactus Galactus offers him to be his herald because he already defeated the Silver Surfer so he becomes the Silver Surfer too so he's like a cosmic uh, uh, Ghost Rider like Punisher Silver Surfer and Ghost Rider and Punisher all in and, one and Ghost Rider and Punisher and Ghost Rider and Silver Surfer and then are he, already like yeah well he kills some of the most dominant characters yes and then now you combine in them yes and so he kills he kills Galactus and then uh, Thanos offers him a position as his herald as his is his right hand man and he becomes that yeah. so like I mean that's a paraphrase it's a nutshell version but yes. that's basically what I happens. almost don't want to see that character because that character is just just too dominant. I love it but Thanos is dead so and but he, we are, we are going to see well, they killed him so Thanos dies in eight one three so. Or eight three eight three eight and six one nine and six one nine. So he might be a uh, what you call it event. Uh, you said six one nine. I did. You fucked me. Eight three eight and six one six. So there's possibility that he's a he's it's a nexus event. So it has to happen in every universe. Yeah. I, I think I think Thanos dying happens in all of them, or he takes completely completely over the whole. Thing. Or in just those two, yeah. Uh, or I mean, there's 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 other opportunities like we saw in What If we saw him become. Uh, T'Challa, him and T'Challa become friends and him change his ways. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, there's those other possibilities with, with Thanos. So there is, there is other universes. So they have other, that yeah. have other endings. Uh, I, I do, th- I do like the Punisher character. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind to see him become Ghost Rider. Yeah. I think Midnight Suns is, is something that's a possibility of happening. Yeah. Right? I think the Thunderbolts are dying, but the, the Midnight Suns is happening. I think Thunderbolts might happen in a different way. Yeah. 
Because well, because Thunderbolt Rice Ross, the well, guy that plays him, died. Well, I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode. I really, really like the f- what Marvel's doing as far as they have what's going on Selling in meth. the multiverse. They have what's going on on the ground level. They have what's going on. like they're building this in layers in different areas. And some of them may not even interact with each other. Some of them might over overlap a little bit. I I really like that they're doing that. They're not trying to make it like everyone is interacting with everyone at all times because that becomes really, really messy. Yeah. Uh, but that's our Marvel minute. Um, remember to like, subscribe, leave a review, yes. please, for the show. Yes, it goes a long. It goes a long way. It goes longs of ways. It goes longs of ways. Yes, yes. Justin, well said. Yep. Uh, uh, follow us on the socials of all the medias. Yep. Uh, Brandon's Bros ninety fours and Just A Reyes is. Yeah. yeah. At Brandon Bro ninety four. At How Do We Pot. At Just A Reyes. Type those in wherever you're at. Yeah. And you're probably gonna find us. Or Just A Reyes dot com. Yep. Find all of our stuff. Uh, let's get into some ads. This is the the easiest part to add. Put ads in. And then we're going to talk about some ice cream. Ice cream! So, Brandon, let's get some Oh, ads. we're going to start delirious. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to start delirious. Okay, give the ads. Let's get into the episode. Bam! Bam! Today's episode is brought to you by Oceus. Oceus is just doing it time and time again. They've brought out new items to their shop. Yeah, it's not just these amazing waterproof blankets that are such better quality once you actually get them like we say waterproof people get a little bit weary they're really really high quality they're stuff. really awesome they have a bunch of other stuff like not just waterproof blankets they have the sherpa waterproof blanket they have the pocket waterproof blanket they have the emergency mylar emergency blanket they now have the puffy blanket they have it all any kind of waterproof blanket you need they have they're truly awesome and we were lucky enough to get backpacks sent to us by oceus they have been a gracious sponsor did you get your backpack yet i got my backpack and i dude i was surprised at how big it was that's what she said I was surprised by how much space it has inside of it. That's what he said. (laughs) (laughs) And what we're saying is go to OceansOutdoors.com today to get a waterproof blanket or a backpack cooler, which is awesome today. Please do yourself a favor before the summer. Free shipping for orders over 50 bucks. Come on. And you know we're going to want more than one thing, so it'll be easy to clear that. Come on. It's easy for the summer. OceansOutdoors.com. O-C-E-A-S. Follow them on Instagram because they have awesome pictures as well. They gorgeous pictures. Yep. Thank you, Oceans. Thank you, Oceans. High five, Oceans. Once again, this episode is brought to you by Coop Cooper, Coop Cooper Enterprises, reminding all of you out there to, for sure, do better. Thank you, Coop. This one goes out to you. And so I cry sometimes as I'm laying in bed just to get it all out. What's in my head and I'm, I'm thinking of Cooper. And then I wake in the morning and I step outside and I take a deep breath and I get real high and I scream the top of my lungs. Thank you, Coop. And I said, hey, 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 I said, hey, thank you, Coop. And I said, hey, 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 I said, hey. Thank you, Coop. 500 BC, people of Persian Empire were first who started making ice cream. They would pour grape juice, concentrate over snow, and eat it during the hot summers. I just know going to ice cream. Go ahead. 400 BC, Persians invented ice cream recipe for the royal family. Injection leading. If consisted of iced rose water, vermicelli. Objection. Saffron. Hearsay. Fruits and other sweet flavors. Actually, this definition hearsay. Um, 37 to 68 BC. Historians have found records that Roman Emperor Nero like chilled delicacies. Objection. 
hearsay. Uh, 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 I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, he had a supply of ice from the mountains constantly brought to him so that he may eat it with fruit and honey toppings. Objection hearsay. Dude, I'm obsessed with that show. <laughs> I, it's a show. It really is. I'm obsessed with it. And I, I what I've been doing is just following it through TikTok. Yep. But I find like I found really good pages. Like, like there was this one dude, he did like over like 3000, uh, domestic abuse cases. Um, like he went on stand, he was the front run, like having to deal with people. And like, he breaks down like why he thinks Amber is lying and why he thinks Johnny's telling the truth. Like actually breaks it down, like yeah. physical gestures. Who, who would have thought though, that Captain Jack Sparrow would not be the most interesting character in that show. <sighs> Camille's taken over. Taken. But Yes. She's taking all of it. Yeah. yeah taking over. Just, She's like, I can't I'm stress here. Enough. I'm Camille. Deal with it. Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> also sexy, powerful woman right there. Yeah. <laughs> real, real life, sexy, powerful woman. Real life. No, she is like, that's a yes, ma'am, ma'am. That's a, that's yeah. what that is. She's like, you, Hey, can you go get this for me? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's I do that regardless, the, but it's also like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> this, this, she's going to be like, uh, Johnny Cochran level after this. Yes. Like there are people going to be lining up to have her in his other lawyer too. The guy is he, no, he's really good, but he's she's just like, well, but yeah, that's going to be, they're, they're both going to have a lot of work. Is what oh, I'm yeah. getting at. They're oh, both yeah. going to have a lot of work. Yeah. I'm sure uh, they'd be a fool not to hire them. I'm sure they were doing all right before this, but they're going to be yeah. doing just fine after this. You'd be, and poor, be busy. Poor Amber Heard's lawyers. They could be amazing lawyers. They just have not much to go off of. No, Amber gave them nothing. And she's continues to give them nothing as her testimony goes on. And, and it's, and it's rough because it's like, it's, she's got caught in multiple lies. Multiple lies. She's had a lot of people not cooperate. She said two people cooperate that Johnny was was abusive, or said something, or said something. Yep. He's had like six or seven saying how much she's lying. Yep. And it's it's getting rougher. She got she the the doctor of uh, a psychiatrist, an actual doctor, diagnosed her with borderline personality disorder and histrionic disorder, like basically. She will lie and do crazy things if she doesn't have the attention on her. Like, basically, that's what that says. And she's gotten caught in a bunch of them. And even during, like, her thing, she'll be, like, naming names. And in the middle, she knows. And you can see, like, just the defeat on her lawyers. Like, there's no way in hell <laughs> we are winning this. Did you see Camille fist bump the other day? No. Or she was, like, fist pump. She said something that was, like, it, it opened up It opened up their, their legal defense. It was, like, a, it was like a solo low bones, like a little, yes. Well, because, like, in, in the court of law, you can't you can't bring things from the past unless the other side does, and the, right? And then you can, you can stop them from doing it, or you can say, okay, we're going to allow this to happen during this trial. Yeah. Right? But until the other side does it, right, you risk the chance of them shutting you down. And she... She opened it up, and then Camilla sat in the well, back well, and can't was be. like, yes. <laughs> so you can, um, yeah, so they brought it up. Or like like they said, like this case, they have to prove that um, Amber Heard did write that op-ed. Like her, That's what Amber's lawyer said. And then Amber, right on stand, Camilla asked her well, why she was, was there. It was past relationships. So she brought up one of Johnny's past relationships. Yeah. And because she did that, Johnny's uh, defense could could either, open can up. either shut it down or use that as an opportunity to say we're all okay now because they've already said it. They've said that they're okay now. now Johnny says okay. Now yeah. we can bring out everything. Yeah. Where if if she like, didn't say like that, like her bringing up, uh, her bringing in freaking James Franco into the apartment whenever mm -hmm. Johnny was away. That's why she let her. That's why she can bring up James Franco was because 
Amber Heard brought up one of his past relationships first. Yeah. And then she got shut down, and then you can see... And then the Elon Musk, cheating with Elon Musk, James Franco. Yeah. Like, she's sleeping around on Johnny. Johnny hasn't got caught sleeping around. Yep. He actually left his wife to be with her. So, I mean, he could have cheated on his wife yeah. with her. And I'm not saying Johnny's a saint. Any, I don't, oh, I don't fuck want to go no. With I just said he cheated thing. on his wife to get yeah. with Amber. Like, yeah. literally. The, the whole painting Johnny is a saint thing needs to chill out a little bit. No, yeah, you can relax on that. He's not yep. perfect. But and he says some crazy things. But also, yeah. he's he's an eccentric man. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think he's but, abusive. But, but I don't. Amber I don't, being a monster doesn't mean, like, Johnny's on the yeah taking a shit yeah. they're taking a shit on his pillow they're like yeah the dog did that and he's like I didn't think from the size of the the excrement that it would be from my dog like I didn't <laughs> just from the size alone it's like no amber turd so every time uh, I'm talking about taking a shit on something besides in a toilet you're amber turd in it I was pissing Gabrielle off because she was going to where we went to Disney she's yeah. like oh, we're gonna wear our free Johnny shirts our Johnny and I was like no we're hell not. no I need to stand up for him hashtag we will be heard we <laughs> will be heard. It's <laughs> like you are not siding with him. We will be heard. <laughs> Can't shut me down. We will be heard. I'm gonna take an amber turd on your seat whenever yep. you see second you get up. All right, that was a strong digression. I'm sorry. Brad yeah, has been yeah. dying to talk about it. I wanted to open it up for him. Yeah, I love it. I love it so much. I watch it all the time. Okay, uh, ice cream. I don't watch the whole show though because I'm working. Mr. I have a job. Ice cream man. Okay. Mr. Ice cream man. I forget about that song. That was, that was. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we'll just go back to 37, 37, 37 to 68 BC. Historians have found records that Emperor Roman Nero, no, Roman Emperor Nero liked chilled delicacies, which Rome, Nero was a fucking nutcase. Oh, he sure. burnt down yeah. a quarter of Rome so that way he can build a sex palace on it. Yeah. Um, but was, while yeah. he watched it burn while playing a harp, that's why they think he did it on purpose. And then he built a sex palace there. So it was pretty solid. Hell yeah. Anyways, he had a supply of ice from the from the mountains consist constantly, or yeah, consistently brought to him so that he could eat it with fruit and honey toppings. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there were some honey toppings. You know, well, what I'm he was he, he you know was, what I'm he banged guys and girls like a lot of a lot of Romans. Hey, did. He there was looking around. He's like, hey, you're Roman, you're Roman, you're Roman, you're Roman. You know what I want to do? Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You too. Wow. <laughs> Two hundred A.D. Ancient Chinese records tell of frozen mixtures of milk and rice that were consumed as a summer treat. 800 and 900 uh, AD, Arabs defined the modern recipe of ice cream by introducing milk and sugar as primary ingredients. By the 10th century, ice cream made of milk, cream flavored, rose water, uh, dried fruit, and nuts were used or was used were used over entire Arab lands, especially in Baghdad, Damascus, and Cairo. Uh, 1100 AD, Chinese royal families and wealthy citizens staged regular use of several ice-based summer treats. Late 13th century, Marco Polo returns to Italy, carrying with him a tale and recipe for ice cream. Italy becomes famous uh, or fascinated with finding from the Middle East and Asia and the start of the age of the Renaissance. I know Marco Polo became like a, like a joke and like a game, but what he did from bringing information from the East to the West was really huge for That's what history. Yeah. It was huge in history. Really huge. Um, yeah. Really, really huge. 1533. Like crazy. Ice cream remained popular only in Italia until marriage of Catherine de Massini and Henry II of France. Um, I believe it's Catherine de Massini. Actually, de Massini. De Massini. Of France. And then Henry the II of France introduced ice cream to continental I believe it's France. Henry II of France. And soon after <laughs> that, entire Europe. 
Yeah. Um, 16. In Italy just has gelato, which is delicious. Gelato, a lot of gelato in Silver City. It's no mm. longer there. I, it might be still there. It might be still there, but it's fucking delicious. Know. That gelato, was the first time I had gelato. Good. I was like, this is so good. Gelato's Anyways, awesome. 1649, the most famous ice cream related death, chef of Charles I of England, was beheaded shortly after his famous ice cream started circ- recipe started circulating in the public. He died because he broke his oath to Charles I of England never to reveal it. That son of a bitch. He. he Yep, the chef of Charles the First was like, yep, "I'm revealing this shit. He's not gonna do shit." And then yep. Charles the First was like, "Ta-da!" Yep, 1744. Scottish colonist brought ice cream recipe to North America. You're welcome. Uh, 1774. American carpenter or uh, Cartier, Cartier, Cartier. Uh, Philip Lindsay Philippe? returned from Philip Lindsay returned from the London into New York, and immediately announced beginning of his ice cream sales. Um, 1813, wife of the U.S. President Jay Madison, Dolly Madison, served ice cream at Presidential Inaugural Ball in 1813. 1846, Nancy Johnson of New York invented first-hand cranked and portable freezer. 1851, beginning of the commercial ice cream production in North America. 1904, tremendous ice cream demand on St. Louis, uh, Louis, the World's Fur Fair caused local ice cream sellers to make the world's first ice cream cones. This early model was made of employing service of nearby waffle vendor. It was a waffle cone. Brandon said 1926. Uh, first continuous and commercially viable <laughs> freezer is perfected, marking the beginning of the worldwide ice cream in- industry. 1934, Eskimo Pie was first chocolate-covered ice cream. 1939, mass production of American ice cream that was sent to boost morale of allied troops in Europe managed to popularize the dish across the the entire world. (sighs) Majority of the world thought of ice cream as American invention. (laughs) Not so fast. Second part of the 20th century, cheap refrigeration, explosive Explosion of mass-produced ice cream brands and introduction of soft ice cream made ice cream one of the most popular summer treats. Yep. Um, so we're going to talk about some of those people that made it such a big brand. Um, I, I did three of them. We could there we could definitely do episodes on another episode on just other brands that did a lot of stuff. Yep. But I will say the reason that my uh, overarching uh, um, uh, intro timeline was so short is because it's hard to find information on ice cream. Uh, most so B and J's. I did uh, Time Magazine and another another source. I can't remember which one it was. There's also, primaries. There's also a podcast. I think how I built this it could have been revisionist history in like one of those uh, different episodes. I believe it was how do I built this with Guy Ross, where they talked about the invention of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, so Ben and Jerry's is fantastic. It's a great story. It's a, it's a truly a Cherry wonderful Garcia, story. right? Um, right, right, right. Cherry Garcia, a chunky monkey. Um. So, hopefully that one came across. <laughs> Some people like fish food. Yeah. Um, so, and then I did Dairy Queen, and I also did Baskin and Robbins, which were a lot harder to find information. The only place I could find good information was their own history website, and you always got to take that with a grain of salt. That was like Domino's last week. Grain, grain of salt. Mm-hmm. There's a... <laughs> no, it's grain of sand. The same. Nope. Brandon's a plunger. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, mom's meats. I wish there was a button for that. Um, ben and <laughs> ben, Cohen, ben Cohen and Jerry Greenfield, whom grew up with one another in Long Island, New York, but they were born four days apart in Brooklyn, New York, in 1951. So they've been friends 
their entire life. They're um, old as shit now. And they're old as shit now and fucking wealthy as motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, ice cream, when it was still new, these two men were at the forefront of the delicious cold cream. It was in high school that Ben uh, had driven past an ice cream truck truck, and the, as they say, the rest is history. No, this is kind of where he got his interest in making ice cream is he drove past an ice cream truck. He's like, wow, this thing's on wheels right now. Um, uh, but he, he did, running. he did, ice cream! Ice cream! Ice cream man! Uh, ice cream manager. Anyways, uh, he did actually drop out of a few different colleges in the Northeast. Uh, when he finally gave in, uh, he went to teach pottery at a, on a farm. So like he, he did, he tried college. This wasn't for him. Uh, this is where he would practice ice cream making. This is where, like really where his beginning, like where he really got to dig in and start doing ice cream making. Um, Jerry, on the other hand, went to study medicine at Auburn, um, Auburn, Ar- Ar- Auburn, Auburn College. Can I fucking say it? Um, he d- <laughs> he did get some scooping reps at the school's cafeteria where he doled out ice cream to his students. Um, after slinging he, that ice cream, he was slinging ice. He's trimming like sweet cream everywhere. Mm-hmm. After he graduated, he worked as a lab tech. Uh, and him and Ben had to live together in an apartment in Manhattan, New York. Uh, they did split for a little bit when Jerry went to North Carolina. However, after a few years, they moved back to Saratoga Springs, New York, where they went into business together. The first idea was uh, bagels, but they quickly realized that the equipment would be too expensive. Ice cream. Plus, uh, time bagels already had that on a lot. Yeah. So ice cream seemed to be the next logical choice. Uh, they then moved together to Berlin, Vermont to Burlington. start Burlington. Sorry, Berlin, but Burlington, uh, Berlin, uh, 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 fucking France, uh, Burlington and Vermont to start their college. <laughs> Down. cold dessert stores a <laughs> you're in that one uh, uh first uh, <laughs> but first they had to invest a fortune to get into ice cream making i was gonna say italy and i was like no let's go france <laughs> uh, but first they had to invest a fortune to get their ice cream making classes yeah it was an entire five dollars each that's a lot like 10 a bucks lot. i was like that's fucking a lot yeah, I was fucking fuck their banks. Uh, by 1978, they were open for business in a converted gas station, uh, and they were a big hit. And uh, it also helped that they made an active effort to be a part of their community. Uh, they had hosted free film festivals and gave away uh, free scoops on their first anniversary of opening the shop. Uh, not that it hadn't become a tr- not that that hadn't become a tradition, which which it has. Hold on, I got a link right here. Ben and Jerry's Winter Festival, Waterbury, Vermont. Find it and if go it'll seek. Let me, it'll let me fucking fucking shit. If you just Google uh, Ben and Jerry's Winter Festival, hold on, hold on, might be able you. to do it. Nope, it's right there. I got it. Okay, I was just trying to. I like how I went to here. Are you ready to go? And nope, that fucking stupid. Um, yeah. But Anyways, um, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's by just, you know, what I, No, don't no don't do move on. Don't do don't 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 do mo- don't don't move on. So it's uh, zero to fourteen plus. Uh, cost is free. <laughs> Uh, collecting cash and non-perishable food donations for the for the Waterbury food shelf. So they do collect donations and stuff. Uh, parking, there is a parking lot. Um, there's snack stands, playgrounds, restrooms, and all sorts of stuff. Gal- uh, so it's it's just a big winter festival. And Waterbury stowed uh, on Waterbury Stowe Road in Waterbury, Vermont. Um, it is hosted by Ben and Jerry's. And they have free tours and DJs and tunes and giveaways and trivia games. And uh, they have local local Girl Scout troops are selling cookies at this time. Uh, there's Ice Cream Cave Musical Walk. There's uh, Pint Slices Sampling. There's uh, Sugar on Snow. 
There's uh, there's all sorts of games. Um, there's like like pinball and plinko and sculpt the bulk and pinbox. I don't know any of those. I got a question for you. Go ahead. Why don't you just have the link already opened before you start the show? Because I did this on my the link. Because that just the, happened on my. I did it on my other computer. But like you know, there was going to be a link. That's I two forgot. episodes in a row. That you, don't worry about you it. You don't have a link already up, and you don't just worry about it. With it. No, that's fine. Uh, I, no, it's fine. Uh, local food meats. samples from Bur- uh, <laughs> from the Burke Mountain Confectionery, Butter Mountain Farm, Fat Toad Farm, King Arthur Floor, and Vermont Butter and Cheese. So if you go, um, I don't have a date. Should have a date. Doesn't have a date. Um, just Google Ben and Jerry's winter fuck around. Yeah, it doesn't. Fine. It doesn't. It doesn't show me a date, but um, they do it every year. And um, it is it is worth they say it's worth going and they like they're good, a lot of good reviews. I'm gonna guess it's in the winter months somewhere. Yeah, it's it's a winter thing. It's a winter. Mm-hmm. Which if you which live in is, Vermont, which is most of the year, it's like March. I want to say it's in March, February or March. Yeah, right if you live in there. Vermont, winter is. Uh, when did they open up in? And did I say August to May? Um. No, they just said 17, 1978. Anyways, it's the first day they opened up that first their first shop. That's when they did it. Anyways, uh, nineteen eighty, they were looking to uh, uh, working on to sell pints to local grocers. Uh, the next year, they expanded to Solburn, Vermont, and in eighty three, uh, they opened another location outside of Vermont, which was in Maine. Uh, this is the. Uh, this is the time they had made a deal with Boston Distribution Company, uh, and throughout the '80s they had, and, and also this led them to reveal more of their iconic flavors like uh, Super Fudge Chunk and Cherry Garcia and Chunky Monkey and Rainforest Crunch and Economic Crunch. Cherry Garcia. So some of these have lived, some of these haven't. Um, I'm all about the Cherry dudes, Garcia. If you these dudes were balling so hard that they were giving away free scoops during the stock market crash of 19 of October 19, 1987, on Wall Street. Yeah. Um, because ice cream don't crash, baby. Uh, it melts. But bring in the crash. ice cream. <laughs> bring in the stuff. <laughs> bring in the stuff. Hey. Yeah. I'm halfway, think it's funny. <laughs> a little over halfway through the decade, they're already seeing a yearly net of $32 million suck at Wall Street. They didn't make it out of the, yeah. out of the 80s. Slinging that. And in 88, they had 18 shops open. So 18 shops are making $32 million, but they're also selling to grocers and stuff like that. So Yeah, they even um, won the U.S. Small Business Person of the Year Award from President persons, Ronald Reagan. Pers- business Persons. That's what I said. Of the Year Award. Ronald's Reagan. Well, Ronald's Reagan's who? I fucking don't like Ronald at all. Terrible president. Um did a hero. lot of terrible shit. American hero. You fucking ruined a lot of things. Yeah, Ronald Reagan's was was pretty bad. God awful. And uh, freaking Benz Nancy and Reagan wasn't much better. Um, Benz and Jerry's face off with Hagendoss over, over distribution di- rights. Mm-hmm. Leading to lawsuits against Hagendoss parents, the Pillsbury Company in the mid 1980s. That Pillsbury Doughboy catches his fucking Ben and Jerry hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can get this chocolate double foot chunk. That sounded sexual. It sounded very sexual. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like scat porn, actually. Uh, as the uh, as the company's rapid growth continued, it became obvious that the founders uh, that they needed someone with more business acumen to keep the business running. After allowing customers to apply for their job in the "Yo, I'm your CEO" contest, nice. the company in 1995 selected Robert Holland, a veteran of McKinsey and Co. Ironically, Holland uh, was found to be a uh, the search firm, not through the contest. So they so, ran the contest as a gimmick, and they didn't find there. anybody. And so, but they found Robert Holland through another another route. Yeah. 
Uh, Holland's hiring brought the company to a crossroads. Ben and Jerry had become a brand's icons. Uh, they were concerned that the company would lose its informal hierarchy and unique culture under Holland's leadership. And Ben and Jerry's had always had a strict pay scale ratio for its management, which it had to break when hiring Holland. Furthermore, Ben and Jerry's uh, was going through a hard time in its marketplace. Although the company had made its name with wacky flavors and chunky mixins. Uh, the partic- this most popular ice cream flavor in America was as it remains a plain vanilla. Uh, the firm people. Yeah, it's not my favorite. I'll eat a vanilla, but people like vanilla bean. Vanilla's good. I mean, I, it's, I had a, to say it's not good is a lie. I had a coach that'd be like, um, what do you say, Baskin Robbins, thirty one flavors, vanilla, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love the attitude. Yeah. Uh, uh, the first release, they the firm released a line of smooth, no chunks. Flavors to capture the segment of the market that prefers less funky flavors. Mm. Punk-ass vanilla bitches. Go ahead. Yep. When the super premium ice cream market was growing, so was the competition. Haagen-Dazs and Dryers were major players. Uh, ben and Jerry histori- historically outsourced some products to Dryers in order to reach customers in the western United States. Now that Dryers become more of a competitor, Ben and Jerry's had to worry about its dependence on a competitor for manufacturing and distribution. Holland stepped down in 1996. A fo- the, the following year, Perry Odek became the new CEO. So they're about a CEO. They were without a CEO for about a year, uh, driving sales that uh, next year to nearly 174 million. So this guy was doing a lot better. Um, in the late 1999, in late 1999, the firm announced they had received notice of interest from other large firms. And in 2000, international food giant uh, Unilever purchased the Ben and Jerry's brand for 326 million. Although the deal uh, called for Ben and Jerry's to be operated separately from Unlevier's other ice cream brands. As of 2018, there are 54 flavors. This is the leftover product line from the other 300 flavors that were discontinued. Um, And as of 2019, Ben and Jerry's has 615 locations across the world. Almost. almost Cherry Garcia still fucking rocks. They're they're one off from being like a really good number. 619. 616. Dustin, learn how to do math. Cherry Garcia <laughs> still fucking rocks. That's all it's I know. Delicious. And I do love um, I do love the uh, fucking, it's their version of Rocky Road. Grand um, used to eat fish food. Fish food. All the time. That's what it is. Yep. Grand, that's, Grand that's loved the, it. It's fucking amazing. I'm, I'm with Grand on that one. It's a... It's, it's no Cherry Garcia. <laughs> You're no Cherry Garcia. It's no Cherry Garcia. You're no Cherry no, Garcia. No, 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 anyway, Baskin Robbins. <laughs> nearly three quarters of a century ago, two brothers-in-laws... Brothers-in-laws. Others-in-laws. Shares a shared a dream. And brothers and To mothers. create an innovation, an innovative ice cream store that would be a neighbor's neighborhood gathering place for families. Which also, I like the Baskin Robbins stories. But it, again, it was from their website. So it's like, you know what, what I mean? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Gonna Anyways, do? Uh, Burton Burt Baskin and Irvin Ive, Irv, Irvine Irv Robbins. So they, they, Burt. Burton went by Bert and Irvin Irvine went by Irv. Uh Bert and Irv. Um Bert Irvin. Bert and Irvy. Baskin and Robin. <laughs> Had a mutual love of old fashioned ice cream. Also the desire to provide customers a variety of flavors made from with ingredients of the highest quality in a fun, inviting atmosphere. What I tell you, Baskin Robins don't play. They don't play. As a teen, 
Irv worked in his father's ice cream store during World War II. Bert was a lieutenant in the United States Navy and produced ice cream for his fellow troops. When the war was over, the two entrepreneurs were eager to capitalize on America's love of ice cream. Uh, they started out in separate ventures at the advice of Irv's father. In 1945, Irv opened Snowbird Ice Cream in Glendale, California. His store featured 21 flavors and emphasized high-quality ice cream sold in a fun, personalized atmosphere. A year later, Bert opened Burton's Ice Cream Shop in Pasadena, California. By 1948, they had six stores between them. Uh, this concept eventually grew in Baskin and Robbins. As the number of stores grew, Bert and Irv recognized that to maintain high standards they set in the, uh, in the beginning, each store would require a manager who had an ownership interest in its overall operation. Even though they didn't realize it was time, the two founders had pioneered the concept of fran um, franchising in the ice cream industry. Industry. In 1949, there were more than 40 stores in Southern California uh, when Bert and Irv purchased their first dairy in Burbank. This business decision allowed them to have uh, complete control over the production of their own ice cream uh, and the development of new ingredients and flavors. I figured, too, that ice cream would sell much better in California year-round than in yeah. Vermont. Hot, sunny California? Yeah, year-round. Did you get my uh, Basque Robins Don't Play reference? It wasn't until 1953 that ice cream chain dropped the separate entities of Snowbird and Burton's and became Baskin Robbins. Yep. A local agency? No, I, I want you to explain that reference. I don't, I don't know. Batman never gets fired from Baskin Robbins to do the big deep background check. Told you, man, Baskin Robbins don't play. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> a local advertising agency, Carson Roberts, advised a... Un a uniform identity and image under the name Baskin Robbins 31 ice cream. The recommendation included the 31 R logo uh, to represent a flavor for every day of the month. Yep. Cherry, pink and chocolate yep. brown. Actually they had a um, hit them and Dairy Queen had a lot of uh, uh, R freaking uh, trademark trademark yep. uh, trademarked uh, shits. So, yeah, that's smart. Yeah, they have a lot of them, like a lot of like the blizzards and the brazers and all that stuff's all trademarked. Um, like uh, this one, this all this stuff is trademarked. You're about to read uh, the cherry pink and the chocolate brown polka dots to uh, reminiscent of the cl clowns of carnivals and the and the fun. And lastly, like the idea is all everything is all trademarked. Like yeah. they're, they're, they're put all about it. Yeah. Flavors of life. Yeah, with personality to to graphically highlight the name and the delicious ingredients. Uh, with the overarching branding, Baskin-Robbins' iconic pink spoons were created. This was with the belief that people should be able to try any of their many flavors without cost. And uh, Dudes appreciates that. Whenever yes, Dudes appreciates us that. I, I've, it's been a long time since I've been to Baskin-Robbins, but Dudes appreciates it. Yeah, but, and, and a lot of other restaurants, or restaurants, uh, ice cream places do that too now. Like yeah. if you're an ice cream parlor, you, they, they do that. They'll have like a little I've, spoon. I've been to a few of them. I've been quite a few. I like, I like ice cream. I'm, I'm an ice cream. I like ice cream. I love ice cream. It's a good ice cream. Yeah, I, I, good ice cream is, it just, I can't help it. I like, I need a lot of gelato. Yeah, a lot of gelato. Yep. It's good. Cherry Garcia. Uh, the last place I went to, well, I, went, I did, I did get, I did get a little icy, one of the, the, the Reese's whatever from Sonic. Mm -hmm. Reese's Blast. Or Every now and again, get a Scarlet Girl after her Bonastics and Safford. She yeah. wants to stop by Dairy Queen's and to get the Dairy little, Queen's so good, dude. Little snow cone. I fucking love. And then blizzards. yeah, last time I went, I've may have not gotten a blizzard. 
They let me some Blizzard. I guess, but, but I, I get, the, get I get the mini. I yeah. get the mini, which is a is plenty. Yeah, and I don't even eat all of it. I eat all of it. I'll eat I, all of mine, and then I'll eat like half of Milo's, and I'll eat like half of Alexis's. I love ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but I, I try. I don't buy it. Too. I don't buy it, and if I do buy it, I don't look at it because, yeah. like, I you know you don't control yourself. I can't, dude. Yeah, dude. I love. I'll eat a fucking pint. In one sitting. I love, I love so it. Much, I have a buddy. I've talked about him before on the podcast. Addison. He's the same way. We've talked yep. about it. He's like, yeah, I'm the same way. It's, it's gone. Yep. <laughs> it's gone. He's I like, yeah, it. my wife got a, 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 a coffee something. And like, she ate like a little bit of it. And then she's and like, do you it's want gone. it? And she's like, do you want it? He's like, you know, he's like eyeballing it the whole time. And he's all, he's like, no, I mean, you just eat it. It's for you. And she's like, no, I'm not even hungry anymore. And he's like, I guess if and you say so. And, and it was gone. It's gone. <laughs> he's yeah. like, it didn't even last 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes gone. we'll do that. Like I'll get, my wife will get a cone or whatever. Yeah. And if we, usually we stop to fill up before we head back from Safford. Yeah. Like if you don't know where we're from, it's an hour, uh, 45 to an hour. 45 to an hour. To drive. So sometimes we'll fill up, like if we haven't filled up during the week. Um, and if we, usually we do, we stop and fill up. And so I'll throw out the ice cream when we get there. But if we don't, then I, I, I don't know. I don't always finish it, but uh, as if I do, Gabriella's don't ever finish her little baby cone. And so I'll like finish a little bit of cone. Yeah. Um, doesn't happen always, but it is good. Oh, she is finished really, me. really good. Um, uh, 1954. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move past that. <laughs> 1954. Baskin Robbins put their product on the line against their competitors at the Los Angeles County Fair. The year they won their first gold medal and set the pattern for the country in state fair participation. They earned gold medals for Baskin Robbins ice cream every year since the first contest. Yeah, suck it. Uh, not everyone likes all our flavors, but each flavor is someone's favorite. Uh, Irv Baskin Robbins. I, that's a fucking solid quote. I hate that quote. And not everyone likes our flavors, but each flavor is someone's favorite. That's a smug son of a bitch saying that. It's a confidence. You, you can shove their flavors up your ass, Baskin Robbins. You're just all about them, and now you're shoving them up their ass. What's going on? I don't know. I'm everywhere I know. Yeah, you on your period. Herb Robbins, <laughs> Baskin Robbins, all, you know, continued to expand. Know. And by the mid 1960s, the company had become stomach. an ice cream empire with more than 400 stores at the United States. Suck it, Ben and Jerry's. Give you some chocolate. In the 1970s, the chain went international, opening stores in Japan, Saudi girl. Arabia, Korea, and Australia, mate. You know, and you go in the dark. The franchise there. model created by Bert and Irv decades ago is still used by Raskin Robbins today. We are 100% franchised. With each owning, owner holding. Yep. A stake in the business. Success. <laughs> well, product, well uh, product development and merchandising are handled at Baskin Robbins headquarters. HK. Uh, they. This hands-on small business approach allowed franchises the ability to create a strong presence in local communities all over the world. Uh, though this franchise business model, we continue to provide uh, innovative, high-quality ice cream treats for more than 150 million customers worldwide. Wide. 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 As a result, Baskin & Robbins has grown to become the world's largest chain of ice cream specialty stores with more than 28 Hundred locations throughout the United States and fifteen hundred around the globe. Fifty-eight hundred since nineteen forty-five, we've introduced more than a thousand unique, fun, and delicious ice cream flavors. Our original top-selling flavors like mint chocolate chip and pralines in cream continue to delight millions of Praline, pralines. Pralines, I think it's pralines, pralines, pralines in uh, cream continue to delight millions worldwide. Wide, 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 wide. 
Still, we continue to continuously introduce new, exciting flavor combinations, as well as ice cream industry-leading innovations such as hand-packed ice cream quartz, a unique flavor ribbon technique, the use of traditional dessert ingredients, and the introduction of mousse-textured ice creams. From our introduction of, of signature ice cream, cakes, and growing line of beverages, including our signature uh, Cappuccino Blast, our communities to create uh, creating new and exciting products is surpassing in the industry. It's all part uh, It's all part of our mission to become the Baskin Robbins neighborhood, a tasty, fun place for our customers. In this moment of the greatest pride, Baskin Robbins is composed of those who contribute in a special way to our fellow humans, helping to nourish the quality of childlike enjoyment, which is perhaps the most precious and one of our hopeful part of our humanity. Uh, which was said by Warren H. Schmidt, Associate Dean of the Graduate School of Business at the University of California in Los Angeles. UCLA. Uh, yeah. UCLA. UCLA. Five, five, five. Anyways, there are many forms of enjoyment in life. Uh, there's spontaneous pleasures, mm. uh, anticipated pleasures. Mm. There's a long-term happiness, and there are a surp, sur of the moment. Spur of the moment. Sur of the moment. Spur of the moment. I can't even say peace no more. Uh, so I can't say please. I can just say fuck yourself. Anyways, uh, spur of the moment joys mm. for everyone, uh, people everywhere. Ice cream has probably generated each of those types of pleasures. Oh, I was going somewhere else with that completely. Wow. Um, Basket and Robbins. <laughs> doesn't matter what flavor it is. It's for my ass. Uh, Basket and Robbins. <laughs> you haven't seen fucking... Uh, <laughs> what? You haven't seen that movie? It's a fucking uh, evolution? Evolution? Evolution. You've seen it. I know you've seen it where all the, like the aliens start to take over and like they're evolving on earth and they're fucking trying to deal with it. And that parasite gets in that dude's leg and he's like, he's like, don't take my leg. We're going to have to take the leg. We're not going to take the leg. He's like, oh, it's swimming up to his dick. Take the leg. Take the leg. <laughs> he's like, oh, I think we were able to trap it around the back. And then he fucking go, they go into surgery, remove it through his ass. And they're like, he's like, hey, we're going to go out to get some ice cream, you know, to celebrate, you know, them saving you. And he's like, he's like, do you want something? He's like, yeah. It's like, what flavor do you want? Vanilla, chocolate? It's like, it don't matter. It's for my ass. <laughs> sounds very familiar. Dude, watch it. It's it so funny. I it's, feel like I've seen that movie. Hold on. Hold, I feel hold, like I've seen that movie. Hold on. Um, Baskin Robbins has long been dedicated take a to making yep. the experience of eating ice cream an enjoyable one. America's favorite neighborhood ice cream shop is a philosophy at Baskin Robbins shared by everyone. Okay. Evolu Evolution. Uh, David Dishravni. Dekovny. Uh, yep. Uh, Orlando Jones, who's the one that... <laughs> The fucking yeah, did he's that. Sean William Scott, freaking uh, Julianne Moore, uh, Ted Levine, just to name a few. And um, it, it, dude, it's. I'm sure I've seen it a long time ago. When did it come out? Like 2004? 2001. I was close. Yeah. <laughs> that was too bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, each employee, store owned, store Damn, owner, you can watch and it for free online. Corporate team member is proud of our heritage. They are also dedicated to upholding Voodoo. the flavor, the fun, and the local. Neighborhood feel that makes the experience unique at Baskin Robbins. There's nothing quite as thrilling as the face of the child enjoying his. What the fuck did you go about in this? Huh? I got it. I you mean there's some stuff. Are you writing like a fucking like commercial for Baskin Robbins? Dude, it was. I all I did is took it from their site and I tried to make it speakable, <laughs> and then because that's all I had. There's nothing else. I know. But it's it literally, sounds, it sounds like you're making like one of those like well, I, that, commercials. I literally gave a, a a debriefing before we got into <laughs> it that this is from their website. That's all I can find. Like, 
any solid information. There's like little bit tids here and there, but for the most part, from age of one to ninety nine, people visit Baskin Robbins yes. anticipating the pleasures of enjoyment. Yes, I was gonna. <laughs> I was gonna. I had creams. a whole. I had a whole thing. <laughs> you went off talking about ice cream and ass. You ruined it. Don't you want to eat some ice cream out of some ass? No. Tell, tell me right now, you want to eat some ice cream out of some ass? No. You need to put some ice cream right between some ass and eat it. There ain't a booty on this earth that you would, <laughs> you would eat that ice cream out of. I would prefer to eat my ice cream out of just a regular bowl. Mm. Now, if I happen to come across a particular ass with some ice cream in it, am I saying I'm walking away from it? No. I'll see you about 15 minutes. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not going out of my way to, to eat ice cream out of ass. Uh, I do like that meme. It's like, hey, babe, let me let me eat some cereal off your ass. What? Go get it. And it's fucking Rihanna. <laughs> it's like, and then <laughs> yeah. she's the two like subtle Go facial expressions, <laughs> which Rihanna, gorgeous, even pregnant. Girl's pulling it off. Any, any, any ways. She's where, and, where are we at now? Um, from the age of one to 99. People visit Baskin Robbins anticipating the pleasures of enjoying their favorite ice cream. Yeah, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to read that line. I just, I just had it. Because in of our dedication to being America's favorite neighborhood ice cream shop, Baskin Robbins stores are visited by over 300. That's what I, that's what I wanted right there. Happy customer year after that's year. What I would have said Baskin Robbins stores are visited <laughs> by over 300 million. I'll just skip those other two. Anyways, uh, a number that continues to grow as Baskin Robbins spreads throughout the world. Spread my seed throughout Justin's world. That was foul. <laughs> uh, so, um, 300, 270, 2,737 Baskin Robin locations in the U.S. as of October 21st, 2021. And um, 206 million was re- uh, made just this year by May of this year. Real quick, when's the last time you ever ate some Baskin Robins? Can I can I um, can I give a humble a humble? I've never had Baskin Robins at Baskin Robins, and if I did have the ice cream, it's because somebody bought it and brought it to the house. I don't even remember the last time I had Baskin Robins. Yeah. No disrespect, sir. No disrespect, sir. But I'll go buy some Cherry Garcia. <sighs> yeah, I do. Like I'll me. go fuck some, I like some, some Cherry Garcia. I like me some B and J's. I'll fuck up some Cherry Garcias. I like me some B's and J's. I haven't been to Baskin amazing. Robins in a while. Um, I, but I, I have been to. You know, we'll go. We'll go. We'll go. Me and you. Just me and you. Okay, we'll go. We'll be fully naked. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just eat. We'll just casual. Everything else will be fine. That'll be the only weird thing that's going on. Probably get banned from the Baskins Robins. <laughs> we're going to try all those flavors. <laughs> all right, the place that we're we gonna know go how to. much we like it from how erect we are. Yep. So it'll be like, it'll be like, if it's really good, it's gonna be full erection. If it's bad, it's gonna go soft. And if yep. it's like in the middle, it'll be like half chub situation, three quarters chub. <laughs> Speaking of mom's meats, they're, by the end of the it, show. they're not gonna even be discussed anymore. They're gonna be like, oh, now we know exactly what they like. Like, it's, it's perfect, perfect <laughs> depending, rating depending on the erection. Full boner. <laughs> <laughs> Just put FB in the later. The, it's we, like, the U one, it goes. That goes down half. It's like, eh, they only moderately like this one. <laughs> why, why do you have a three slash four B on uh, on a cookie dough, whatever? And he's like, oh, that's three quarter chub. That's what they have right there. That's three, three quarter of a boner. <laughs> that's how much they liked it. Seventy five percent. Anyways, um, back to all meats to a company that we have had a lot of memories eating at here in yep, town. They and used to have one in here, but they got rid of it, and then. It was empty for a while, and so was our hearts. And then uh, they built the whole 
the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, I still remember Auntie working at the, mm-hmm. the Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. I, I tried like pretty much everything. I missed the food. I really like Dairy Queen food. Solid. Dairy Queen food was solid. It's very good. It, it I remember it being solid, and then I went to eat some, I think, a couple years ago. I did. At, at the thing. And... Oh, I ate some at the thing, dude. It was good. It was just fine. I I, it was it. solid. I ain't about um, it. I, if it was BK, BK um, uh, Jack and the Crack, McDonald's, um, Sonic, and I had an option, I would go to Dairy Queen nine times out of nine. I would not go to any of them. Yeah. Well, let me say those are my options. I would say I would choose no, Dairy Queen. Option. Uh, nope, I'm married, so not an option anyway. <laughs> mm. Dairy Queen, 1927. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? The homemade ice cream cone. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see who's coming later. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say right now? The homemade ice cream cone was established and run by the McCullough family. McCullough, McCullough family in Green River, Illinois. <laughs> the family developed the soft serve ice cream concept and the name Dairy Queen in 1938. First ever served at an all-you-can-eat ice cream sale in Kanakaki, Illinois. Nice. Uh, two years later, the first Dairy Queen store opened in uh, Juliet, Illinois. Uh, menu items were limited to soft serve uh, cones, pints, quarts, and sundaes. See, that's what I remember is Juliet because they have their orange Julius and then they have like a someone paying homage to Juliet, Illinois somewhere in DQ. So I think that's what they consider their they, first. They own Orange Julius? Mm-hmm. Mm, I didn't know that. I think uh, that's what they consider their, their first. Like their their beginning was not uh, yes they served ice cream before they considered like their real real beginning though in in Juliet in Juliet yeah, yeah. Uh, the first meeting of DQ 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 National Trade Association or DQNTA or Quinta uh, <laughs> happened in 1948 in Davenport Illinois which I've been to Davenport Iowa I like DeQuinta DeQuinta anyways uh, the group developed a standardized cones paper and plastic goods for pro- food products as well as advertising. In 1953, the first na- international Dairy Queen da- sorry, opens in Winnipeg, Western yes. Canada, home of the Jets. Uh, a few years later, the Dilly Bar debuts among other products like the banana split, the malty flavored Sundays and ice cream sandwiches. I do love me a Dilly Bar. The cherry Dilly Bar? Fuck it Dilly up. Bars are bomb. I'll fuck Dilly it up. Dilly Bars are bomb. Yep. Yep. Yep, they hand dip it there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The red one. Here you cherry. go. The red one. Chocolate on the inside. It's like a reverse cherry, chocolate dipped cherry. Mm. Except ice cream. Yeah. I prefer a blizzard though. I prefer a blizzard, but Blizzards if somebody offered amazing. me a dilly bar, I'm like, mm, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just one, just taking them out like a cartoon Clean stick, <laughs> like fucking. Uh, like fucking dude, where's my car? When it just takes the ice cream pop out yeah. of his hand and just, and they're like, yeah, <sighs> like like Lisa Ann. Uh, what? 1961. Remember whenever she tried to lifeguard that guy in the tub, and he was like, "What do you mean? I'm in a tub." <laughs> yeah, his life was in danger. Okay, Brandon. She was like, she was like, oh, you might him. need, you might need, and he was like calling. He's like all the ridiculousness <laughs> of like a porn, and he was just pointing all of it out. I loved it so much. You don't say what's just Lisa Ann. Saving people's lives. He's okay. and trying to save and a guy's those life. Know, no idea know. why <laughs> <laughs> it was happening or where he was. Just think, Lisa Ann, when you're thinking of Brandon in a daily bar. Okay? Don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't. No. Solid no. Um, 1961, the popularity of chocolate. I appreciate that. <laughs> broiling gross. <laughs> 
the Brazer program, which is uh, which is trademarked, uh, is introduced at a Georgia location. The menu included burgers, hot dogs, French fries. In Georgia, sales were seventy percent Brazer and thirty percent soft serve. So we can see a disparaging a disparaging of what products are selling better than others, which is mostly Brazers. Uh, the next, the very next year, ish International Dairy Queen Incorporated. It, Itqua, IDQ, is formed and established. Itqua uh, becomes a leadership entity for developing effective advertising, branding, merchandising, and expansion techniques for Dairy Queen's foreign presence. Uh, 75 Dairy Queen stores operated outside the U.S. and Canada by 1976. By the end of the decade, Itqua had 150 four stores in nine countries, including Barbados, Guatemala, Iceland, Japan, and Panama. Canadian locations had grown up to 365 stores. 1980, food sales continued to grow in popularity. Stores began offering drive-through experiences. It, by 1981, 40% of the stores worldwide sold brazers, uh, brazer food products. Uh, Dairy Queen's franchise operated around the uh, country, raised $30,000 for local chil- children's hospitals. Uh, partnerships with Children's Miracle Network grew, uh, grew stronger as donations proceeded to about $770,000 in 1988. Um, then to, to $2.2 million in 89, and by 1990, it was $2.4 Real quick, I remembered something. Uh, Dairy Queen... The chicken tender basket, pretty fucking good. Dude, the chicken sandwiches. That's that's what I get there. Chicken, so, chicken, any. I was sandwiches. trying to remember the last time I had it. It was when we went for mom's wedding. Yeah. In Texas, and that was like the only <laughs> thing that was quick food there nearby was yes. Dairy Queen. And yeah, the chicken tender basket Dude, was getting fucked up. Chicken sandwich, sandwich in a blizzy, and some fries. Chicken sandwich in a blizzy, and you dip those flies like you do like Wendy's uh, Wendy's frosty. I do the same thing. Mm. Still good. Mm. Sweet and salty. Come on. Not as good as as a frost as a frosty though. No. I I don't like anything else from Wendy's though. So no, that's it. Going. That's it. Fries and the frosty. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really go there, so I don't really know what remember what it even tastes like anymore. I don't remember the last time I had. I just know Wendy's. that that's where that's where the fries in yeah. the in the ice cream originated. Like I can't Wendy's. remember last time I had a Dairy Queen. Give respect. I do not remember last time I had Wendy's. It was a long, long time ago. Same Z's. Uh, back to 1850, 1850, 18, 1985. <laughs> God damn. Uh, Nineteen eighty five. The Blizzard flavor treat is introduced to the menu and perch uh, purchases were at 75 million treats during its first year on the menu fucking blizzard did you find out why the fuck they dip them upside down before they hand them to you uh they had they, is to show that they are they're dense enough that they're not going to slip or fall out it's a it's like a it's like this is how good our product is thing it's showing how good their malt ice cream is but why do i give a fuck it's it's just a it's a gimmick it's a gimmick what if, do you want if, if the lady drops my blizzard then you get a free one. Yeah, then she's going to get a gimmick. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure, I got to look this up, but I'm pretty sure if it falls out, they give you a free, give it to you for free. All I'm saying is like, there's like a brief second, I'm like. <gasps> and it never happens though. Yep. I, I I was, I was, I think it was on, I don't know if it was Instagram, uh, but there was like a lady, she went to uh, show that the drink was upside down or the, the ice cream was upside down, but it was a drink and she was working at Taco Bell. She's like, I'm sorry. I just got done. I just got, I just left my job at Dairy Queen. So she's like, she's in the habit of fucking just dumped a whole drink. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was really nice. Anyways, nice. off to 1992. 
uh, skipping right past the most terrible year ever. <laughs> DQ value mills are introduced as uh, food starts take over in the Q operation system. Uh, super value mills with home style burgers and a variety of basket meals. Shooting way past the fucking terrible year 1994. Uh, in 2001, the first DQ right grill and chill restaurant opens in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Tennessee. For the Chattanooga Lugas play. While the menu was evolving, so was the branding uh, branding getting stronger. Uh, the Dairy Queen Grill and Chill concept continues to be the strongest investment in DQ history. DQ uh, net revenue was $3.64 billion as of 2017 with more than 5,700 5, locations. Yeah. Um, and that is that brings us to the end of our timelines for today. Um, I really wanted to get into more of it. Um, but I think I want to save them for our mini-sodes. Yeah, we have uh, an idea moving forward. Um, we, we're always trying to expand and grow the show and get it better. That's why we ask for written reviews. It isn't just because um, this or that, right? Like we, It really does help grow the show. We want to know from you guys what uh, we could do better, right? Um, and part of that is giving more product and more product is upgraded logo for the show. Hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, more for you guys is now mini episodes. I mean, Brandon, because when we look at these topics, we talk about how they could be a series. We most of that is because there's different like brands or people or little aspects of the show that we really wanted to add into it, but it just would have made the show a lot more convoluted in one area than we wanted it to. Uh, so now we're going to take those little areas and we're going to create our own little mini sods and, I'm excited for it. I don't know when we're going to start dropping those. We're going to start working on them hopefully here in the next few months. Uh, but Maybe even a couple weeks. Yeah, they're not going to have the openers. They're not going to have a lot of intro. It's going to be either it's gonna me be, by myself, Brandon by himself, or gonna both of us. It's going to be 20 minutes or less. That's yep. the idea. 20 minutes or less. Quick hitters of this is who we like. This is what we want to talk about. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy this little mini-sode. Yeah, and it, it, it probably, I think I think we should just do them solo. These mini-episodes solo, mini episodes solo. Yeah. We'll just time them out together when we're going to release. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, uh, so I hope you guys are liking the upgrades to the show. If there's anything more, as always, we talked about it. HTWGHpod1 at gmail.com. Yeah. What do you guys want to hear us talk about? Yeah. Just com. Go over there too. Yeah, is there a little, is there a mini episode topic you want us to talk about? Is there a full blown episode topic you want us to talk about? I'll give you a full blown episode. Is there an Oprah you want to hear us talk about? If you guys want to, anything to help the show. Yeah, or if there's, there's, like, there's a, like, piece, a yeah. piece of, of, of uh, media that you guys want us to watch. Like you guys are like you guys should see this. You guys, would, I know you guys would definitely like it. Let us know. Yeah, we're all about it. We're about it. Okay, <laughs> sushis and sushimis. Sushis and sushimis. But uh, but that is all for us guys. You guys have a great and wonderful night, and uh, see you guys on the next show. Yeah, Isaac, take episode us out. fifty. <laughs>